line. In three, two, one. Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Andy, happy Monday. I know you had a good weekend. I saw some of your picks. You picked some winners. March Madness seems to be going swimmingly for you. It's fun when the system works. It's such a dumb system. It's something we picked up off like a Facebook group forever ago, but it's like one year out of 10, if you're just going to get, you know, a shovel to the face (laughs) for the, for the most part, like you'll get a few 12 seeds that come through and then like maybe one long shot and it just like pays for itself. But yeah, it had paid for itself on day one. That was a thank you, Oral Roberts. That was a great win. And it was one of those two where I, I bet them straight up when the or I bet them out uh, against the spread when the number came out, and I it's funny when oh man I got the best of the number and then they have winning the game when you have seventeen points to give so double dipped on that had a few nice ones you had some nice takes um a lot of surprises I think what we said on the on the show a couple times was like uh, there was a lot of uncertainty as far as what are we going to see based on. You know, our team's really that engaged. We've seen all that social media of like the breakfast being like two eggs and a, you know, a soggy strip of bacon. Like, are there going to be teams who just don't want to be here? Are there teams that are, you know, going to get go? I mean, one team did get COVID and had to do a no contest, but we said either this is going to be the chalkiest goddamn tournament of our lives or it's going to be just utter chaos. And now we're missing a one seed, we're missing two two seeds. We have another one seed who only leads by like one at halftime. Uh, obviously, Gonzaga continues to be a truck. Yeah. But uh, a lot of, I mean, we almost lost another two seed right off the bat with Houston. They had a, a Herculean effort to come back. So I think chaos did rain the day and uh, yeah, double digit team into the Sweet 16 and maybe more. We have a lot of game yet. Yeah. Um, Big 10 frauds. That was kind of a theme of our March Madness preview. And boy, does the Big Ten might be out. After, like Michigan's the last team left, right? Uh, oh, no, Maryland, Maryland. Maryland plays Alabama as like a six-point dog. How about, yeah, Maryland manages to avoid, you know, Maryland can just hang in there. They might be the last team standing out of the Big Ten. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know. I will um, be cheering for Bama. I do have a had one of those draws where you just get a couple random teams mm. ended up with Bama. So I think you get your money back if they make the elite eights mm. get that far at least guys. Mm. Well, the game by game betting for me round one and round two so far has been freaking awesome. Um, but, uh, I got caught off sides, uh, bidding in the Calcutta and, uh, I'm going to, I need, I need a couple of giant green candles by Bitcoin over the next couple of weeks here to help, uh, to help, assuage some of the damage we're, um, we're setting a base yeah I, i'm gonna have a red tournament almost in, almost certainly uh unless some something crazy happens here um and i you know i i went in with the mindset i'm gonna get gonzaga at any cost and i pulled the plug right before i think uh i should have continued to bid and 
you know, I do think at this point it's uh, this is Gonzaga Baylor final. If I had to say so, uh, would you disagree with that? Baylor's looked very good. Obviously, Gonzaga looked really good. Rough beat. Um, anyone who had them, you know, if you're listening to this later last night, uh, I did take them live. I've been live betting my tits off. Just <laughs> I, I am just firing and firing and firing. I did take them at like 11 and a half when they were early in the game, which I feel like I deserved that win. Like they looked good. But if you got like 15 and a half or six, I saw some people 16s. Like you deserved better fate on Oklahoma. That was falling down with 15, down 15 with like 40 seconds. That's kind of a rough look. So um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Mostly live betting for me. I've bet CBI quite a bit. Oh yeah. Uh, I got cute. This is, this is sucks too. I got cute and took Pepperdine first half instead of full game. Of course they covered the full game splendidly and then i think they <laughs> lost the first half outright otherwise stetson plus nine outright winner and coastal carolina coasted so i just have one more i think i might bet bellarmine anyway i bet the over but i think i might put some on them too they were a goofy team that wasn't allowed to be like in the tournament because they're still in transition sure but they got to be in the conference tournament there was actually two teams in their conference that were in the conference tournament that couldn't go to the big dance so it was I was kind of cheering for them to go to the finals. And then, yes, a big shout out to the guest from last week, Mr. Tim. Nailed a lot of things. His um, yeah. no, no fucking way list. I think all those teams are dead now. They're all gone. Yes. None of they, them they are gone. 16 as promised. Unbelievable. No effing way. And yeah, I was going to bet Abilene Christian regardless, but that was a nice. I didn't stay up for that one. I, I passed out. So. That was a nice one to wake up to when you see like the final score, but then there's also like the ESPN alert about, Oh, that's, they they don't put out alerts for three seeds advancing. Like when you get that funny little banner alerts, I'm like, Oh buddy, we got another one. So yeah, he nailed a lot. Um, and it was a fun, it was a fun weekend. I, I will say it's still weird having this on a Monday. Yeah. I was just confused. Like usually Monday is, um, you know, like decompress, get get your bearings like look at which brackets are completely garbage and you can stop paying attention to get ready for the sweet 16 round of eight and this feels so weird having all these games today it was very difficult getting work done Mm. Mm. i feel you man i feel you um well let's reset reset uh, a little bit basketball today uh we'll talk a little little bit of college basketball and where we see the rest of the tournament going talk a little bit about the nba and the current state of things which is really strange also <laughs> um and so i guess but let's stick stick with march madness so then um we mentioned gonzaga looks to be the class of the field as expected uh, I agree that was a bad beat at the end if you had a, a live number on Oklahoma. Um, they fought hard. They were hang, they hung in there all, all damn game. Um, I, I, we mentioned Iowa. <laughs> Iowa's uh, uh, no, you know, that was a soft two seed. They're gone. Uh, Kansas, I think, potentially in a little bit of trouble against USC. What do you think? Yeah. That's my other team I drew. So I'm fucking hoping so. I like you. No, and, and I like you. Great. USC USC has a weird goal. Look at their schedule. They ripped through a lot of teams and then just couldn't beat Colorado for yeah. some reason. I think they lost, good, Colorado, they lost Colorado, Colorado is very good. three times, I think, during the season. Otherwise, had a really good season, beat some very tough teams. So um, 
I, I think, yeah, USC, yeah, I think they're in, uh, a favored underseed at this point. So I think they're very much in trouble because Kansas obviously had the issues coming into the tournament. We saw some, uh, I suppose that went about 50-50. All the teams that got really hard faded because of narratives, whether, I mean, it wasn't like full narratives. I mean, these were real things. Like, yeah, Virginia. You know, lost. Yeah, Virginia, Virginia lost. Um, oh, the other one was Kansas. Obviously, they yep. advanced. Georgia Tech. Um, a lot of people, you know, yeah, Georgia Tech was a tough one. Like that, that was a really big blow to them. They didn't advance nor cover. And then Villanova was a lot, one a lot of people faded. And obviously they, uh, they stuck around. So it, I, like I said, I think those go like two and two, but good luck picking which one's which. Yeah. UCLA uh, makes it through three games um, impressively. They, uh, that was three to one, by the way, that a, a team that played in the first four was going to make the Sweet 16 was went off at three to one. So nice bet if you were there. Um, a couple of other ones. Uh, interest, oh, good call by uh, North, our North Texas uh, getting through round one was impressive. Uh, I, I do like that. I do like that. Um, Tim Hodler. The uh, yeah, our, our basketball genius. We should uh, get a couple of his takes if he's watching live. Um but uh, yeah, the I guess uh, I don't really. I I guess I don't really think much of my foundational opinion of the college basketball tournament has changed. Oh. Let's talk. Let's talk about venue and and issues. Uh, have you noticed anything about the strange everyone's playing in an empty gym in Indianapolis sort of deal so far? I do want to go down. That's that's on my project list for this week, and maybe somebody's already done this and they're listening to this, and they can just DM me and save me an hour. But I do want to go look at, um, you know, how not only splits but splits for first halves, based on which gym they're in, as far hundred. as how th- how things went. Well, because you know you did have some pretty you had a couple smaller gyms, and then you have the massive one in Lucas Oil Stadium where. You know, it's a football stadium. You have the, you have an NBA stadium. It's much bigger than IUPUI's gym. So I do want to go back and look at the games that were played and kind of do some comparison based on where they were played. I'm not sure what we're doing looking forward because there's fewer games. I think maybe they'll just use some of the Indianapolis. Indy, Indy only. Well, I think, yeah. In, yeah. I, I think yeah, Indiana I and, and going, Purdue are not being used for the next yeah, round. Instead of driving down to Laf- West Lafayette again, I, I would think they would probably just stick to Indianapolis. But there's still like four different stadiums. So I'm going to have to look into kind of that. I'll I'll tweet out if I figure anything out. But John uh, makes a great point. Uh, biggest d- a disappointment for me by far uh, was San Diego State. I had them in a lot of pools. I thought they were yeah. going to be. I thought they were pretty nasty. I thought that was a. T- I was a borderline top ten team by my numbers, and sure enough, they had no answer for the Syracuse zone. The only thing Syracuse does, like the only part of their DNA that we've known now for twenty years under Jim Bay or forty years under Jim Bay. I mean, he's been there since the eighties. Yeah, been a lot. Um, yeah, but like that's that's what you know about Syracuse, and still, it's catching teams by surprise. Catches West Virginia by surprise. Did you watch the game? Uh, which one, San Diego State? Yeah. No, it was. I looked up it and was, it was a twenty point game, and I was like, "Forget it." It was some of the worst, like, and you know, I'm not a huge basketball tactician, but just I know, I know what they were doing was not going to work ever. Like they they were just continually, you know, tossing it around the horn between three guys, and every time the pass re- was received, there's a guy in the face because the zone's just sliding around, 
back and forth with them. There were no cuts to the basket. They weren't getting anything out to like the wings. They were just doing doing exactly what you want them to do if you have a zone, and they just continued to do it. And then, oh, the shot clocks at four. They're going to launch like a 37-foot three-pointer that's going to maybe even hit the rim. Like it, it was some really bad shot selection because they were just never getting anything set up. Like from the get-go, I'm like, this is – they're done. This is bad. I should have just locked that against them, I guess, because the, there was nothing going for them. They looked horrid. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's funny, like – you should know better. This is what they're doing. And it, it, it was something. They played against a couple zones in conference, but obviously that's it's not the Syracuse zone. Hey, not- um for old time's sake, it is halftime right now of a major of a major game. LSU Michigan is at halftime. Um what I guess it's about to tip off second half, but what uh what are your thoughts about the second half? Over under is eighty. That's a big number. I mean, I felt like Michigan was kind of leaning into LSU's style of play. I think they'd probably make some adjustments in the second half and come out and slow things down a bit. Do you have any stomach for an under 80 in the second half here? We saw some of that in the uh, last few minutes of the first half. I actually bet a couple live unders in the first half. Uh, One cashed, one didn't. I bet under eight and a half. And by the time I clicked it and hit okay on the submit button, the live screen is back up and it was like 85 and a half already. Like I think there was two three pointers hit by the while I was betting. So that got up to like 89, 90.5. I ended up hitting one more. Obviously the 80 didn't get there, but it was there was like a minute left and there were 79 points scored. They really did slow things down there. And and I, I think we'll probably see more of that, but with a close game like this, I'm not super excited. Because uh, it could go to overtime. <laughs> not only that, but like when Michigan was down, I have I have a Michigan pick them at like minus 105. So, okay, um, I, I'm well, already I'm already involved in this game. But I, I I would agree if if Michigan wants to, that's how Michigan got back in the game. They slowed things down a little. Okay, well Michigan's free throw rate is not good. It's not they don't make free throw as well so if this turns into a foul them send the line then i don't think you're gonna have a bunch of run-up points here uh with michigan making free throws um they uh their turnover rate also piss poor low what 335th in the nation uh so if michigan is down and they're trying to create turnovers i don't think it's going to happen lsu is going to be able to kill this clock uh on top of it all um neither team especially uh, you know, it's, it, it, both teams, I think, are are shooting a little bit over there. Um, their expectation just kind of just kind of peaking at these numbers here compared to what I have. Um, so, thirty both are thirty three percent from the three point line. That is pretty much a little under for Michigan and a little eh, pretty close for very close for LSU. So Michigan's shooting may improve a bit in the second half. Any uh, um yeah I'll, i don't mind it under okay especially okay. the, the tour i mean it was a torrid effing pace we're not gonna we're not gonna see it like that for i mean we saw it slow down already so that puts us at 165 and a half or was it in the flat 80 165 this one is in lucas oil stadium so it is against the bigger backdrop okay so again now i'm super fine with that i just opened up so i, I wanted to look at a bracket because i hadn't just like visualized it out so i opened up one that was a mistake now I feel like <laughs> a lot of red a lot of red so, there. yeah though in the in the midwest i had um illinois liberty san diego state houston 
So kind of need, kind of need Houston. And I actually had Houston in the final that one. So I can make up some ground there if they keep winning. What do you we'll think happens in the West now? I mean, Loyola, Loyola looked freaking they're the best, good. They're the best team right now in the, they're the best in team the Midwest. in the Midwest. Yeah. Like Houston's right there and Houston's been a good team all year, but they were both teams that we had question marks on because they're in mid-major conferences. Whether you, what is Loyola? M- Missouri Valley? Uh, Sure. Yeah, sure. That sounds right. Missouri Valley and, uh, you know, the AAC. Sometimes you, it, it's it's like the Gonzaga argument. Like, oh, who did you play all year? I mean, they played Drake, and Drake is really good, especially when Drake was fully healthy. Like, they played some tough teams throughout the season, and they just experienced. They have a coach who's experienced. So I, I guess they're probably – they're a threat to – I mean, it's Oregon. Like, they lucked out a little here too. Not yeah. that Oregon State is a, an easy out, but – you could be facing like 12 and then an 11 seed if Syracuse stays out. Although, oh, man, these are really, really hot teams right now. Syracuse is playing out of their minds, Buddy Buckets, and Oregon the defense also, is yeah. playing really. And then Oregon State, the last time they didn't cover a game was, you know, February. February. Yeah. yeah. They they look so good in the conference tournament and they're continuing. I, that was one of those where it's like, man, either they, Tennessee they looked, here. They looked awesome against Tennessee and Tennessee, Tennessee was, trying was so hard. Favorite. They were trying so hard in that second half and Oregon state was just, Nope, 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 Nope. Um, and then to back it up, they backed it up. It was impressive. It was impressive. So we, I have to say. So we have, um, Oregon. Uh huh. We have Oregon state. We have mm-hmm. UCLA. Yep. Possibly USC later on today. You could have one quarter of the final four be the Pac-12, who I think a, two years ago was the Pac-12 was out of it after week week the first week. Yeah, they were a bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah, quite quite the joke. In fact, um, in, fa- in fact, we still have Colorado. I mean, they're playing Florida State right now. They're they're a dog, but there's another so one. So I with. have Loyola Chicago as thirty three percent chance to get to the final four at this point. A little lower than Houston. A little higher than Oregon State. Um, a little higher than Syracuse, but that's pr- that's pretty wide open right now. The Midwest is pretty freaking wide open. Um, I hope they get there. That'll be cool. That's a cool. That's a cool. Cool story. Um, Gonzaga right now to get to the Final Four. I have at ninety percent. Yeah, Cray- Creighton has played yeah. a couple of Creighton's played a couple of mid majors. They got their shooting going a little tonight. They looked kind of bad versus yeah, Santa Barbara. They did shooting they going, lost but- probably. Probably a lot of lost. a lot of what we saw tonight was just on the the fact Ohio was gassed like they yeah. had they had nothing left to give and Creighton just kind of took advantage of that so Gonzaga I'm guessing is another you know uh, I suppose what were they they were 15 to Oklahoma nine to Creighton I don't know I haven't seen lines up for this one yet actually I'm gonna pull that up I'm I'm sure somebody has it up looking at you bet online but they're gonna be. Pert near double digit here, and then depending what happens on the bottom. Near, I like that. I could honestly any of the bottom, any of the teams in the bottom, I could see coming out of like Kansas, USC, or Oregon. So it'll be yeah. similar, probably. All right, my second half under is in good shape so far. Uh, live totals already dropped to seventy four. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's not celebrate too early. A uh, long way to go. The um, other lines that are up for, I guess, is what's is, what happens to the schedule now? Is it Friday through Monday again next week, or is it move back another day? So we have Thursday basketball, so I got a little excited. Oh, we do. But it's it's, it's the NIT. NIT. 
Yeah, yeah. CNIT. Like, I was pissed. I'm like, God damn it. So, right now, what I'm showing is Saturday basketball. And I think it's because of which regions have finished so far. So I think it's Friday, Saturday. But th- I mean, th- the fact that they're they have lines up for Saturday, March twenty seventh, makes me. I mean, I'm guaranteeing it's going to be Friday, Saturday. Then, so I'm guessing it's going to be similar to the first round where we go Friday through Monday. With it, it's always a little bit of like a letdown when it's like, oh, I got to wait for games, you know, because these are just rapid fire, especially the first round. So I'm showing, um, you know, the the South and Midwest region games are Saturday from like 3.40 Eastern until late. Oh, my God. The Syracuse I got bad Houston news games. for you, man. What's uh, that? It's Saturday, Sunday for the Sweet 16. The really? Elite Eight is on Monday and Tuesday. How dumb. What are they doing? Why well, did they do this? I don't, I don't care I don't for care that. I don't care for that at all. I don't care for that at all. Well, Friday is going to be a... Friday's gonna suck. Um, yeah, man. Uh, guess, right now I'm looking at that. Uh, well, yeah. If you haven't filled out your bracket yet, we have a golf bracket this week. Oh yeah, match play. Yeah, they they. I it actually took me a while to like make sense of how this works, but they're put in like pods of four, and they have to play all three other guys. Uh, you know. Up to 18 holes, possibly more if it's tied after 18. You know, a lot of them will end early, but like the winner of this could play 18 holes seven times in five days. Or, I mean, even the loser and the third place contestants. There's going to be some people that play a shitload of golf this week. So it'll be pretty interesting. But there is a bracket. I'm sure there's some bracket leagues out there if you want. That sounds fun. I mean, um, that's what that's what I'm gonna be doing from Wednesday to Friday. Yeah, I guess the, the right side of your bracket is gonna be Saturday. The left side is gonna be Sunday. So Zags, oh, Zags funny. Creighton is Sunday. Um, Oregon versus the winner of USC <sighs> Kansas is Sunday. So I guess this does make sense now that I think about it. They had to put one extra day in between Selection Sunday and the tournament. So it wouldn't make sense for them to have the same amount of days as normal between first weekend and second weekend. They go with one extra day, push it out again. So I'm guessing then we're going to end up with like Sunday, Tuesday. It can't be Sunday, Tuesday. Hopefully it's just Saturday, Monday again for Final Four. I'm not even going to check because I don't want the disappointment in my life. (laughs) Uh, I will tell you. Do you not want to know, really? Uh, You can tell me. Uh, I don't actually can't find it. The the site I'm on is all kinds of fucked up. Um, no, I, I don't know. I don't know when it is. Um, all right. Well, it's Saturday. I think it's it's showing Saturday. Monday. Saturday Monday. It's they they come back. They have a short gap between the Elite Eight games and the Final Four games. All right, whatever. Yes. Well, yeah. At I mean, that point, they're like, "Who are you gonna infect?" There's only four teams left. Yeah, kids got to go to school and stuff, right? Or something. Zags, and the Zags have been so careful. They're fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's give a little shine to the South then. So Baylor Villanova. Uh, Baylor's biggest question mark coming into this tournament was their defense. Uh, it had struggled of late, um, but it looked great against Wisconsin. I have to say, I thought they absolutely played lockdown D, and now they get a matchup against the Villanova team that's going to be without their most important player. Um, does Baylor continue to coast and? Uh, and am I or, or am I making too much out of their defense because uh, they were up against Wisconsin, who can put together an ugly offensive performance at the drop of a dime? 
<laughs> yeah, it's probably a little column A, a little column B. Like they have looked better, but at the same time, they played a 16 seed and a Big Ten team. So mm-hmm. maybe it's too early to judge. And Nova, again, it's not like I mean he was their best player, but they still have a very talented roster, a very you know talented coach and experienced staff. So uh, I don't think it's going to be coasting, but I do think they get it done here. Dude, LSU's putting it on Michigan. I know. I'm not excited about this. (laughs) Especially when I joked about just betting against Michigan. Oh, boy. Um, All right. So we talked about there are a couple other things about Baylor's DNA that makes them not worth laying the points in general. Uh, They're six-and-a-half-point favorites against Villanova. Um, There might be a case to to take the points with the Wildcats there. I'm going to dig into that one a little bit more. Um, Total of 139 may be a little high if Baylor's defense really is clicking. Um, Baylor is bad at the free throws, if I remember correctly. Um, that's why maybe they're an under team. Maybe they're a team you don't lay the points with. Um, Oral Roberts plays Arkansas. Now, given that you are mid-major Andy, please enlighten me. Who the F is Oral Roberts? How did they get here? Um, they were losing their asses to Florida, they can come flying back. They almost lost that to Oregon State, you know, to Ohio State at the buzzer of regulation uh, before, you know, really pumping them in OT. What uh, what's the deal with this team? What's their mascot, by the way? Oh, it's the Golden Eagles. The Golden I've Eagles. Enough, I, I've seen enough memes with a Golden Eagle head on it. So, yeah, it is the Golden Eagles. They are out of the Summit League. They're somewhere in Oklahoma, one of those towns, Enid or God knows where. So it's it's a Summit League team. When and in Summit League, you think South Dakota State, North Dakota State, maybe even, you know, like I think North Dakota played pretty well this year. Actually, all four Dakota teams were pretty good. Um, so it was kind of I I don't want to say like it was some big surprise they won the conference tournament because I did bet on them to win their conference tournament. The price was just a little funny for um South Dakota State had lost a really good player to some uh, mental health issues. And like they were a vulnerable one seed and it was kind of a wide open little, uh, you know, neutral court site. And uh, they had the best, it's the highest scoring player in the league, not only the league, the country, which it seems like it's always some guy on some mid-major teams, like the highest scoring player in the country, because, you know, it's, he ends up being the star on some smaller team, but they're a really good team. They make their free throws. They make their three pointers. They have a really good offense. They don't turn the ball over. It's kind of the the golden. I mean, that's why I targeted them a little in the conference tournament at five to one. They have that golden like triangle of they don't turn the ball over, they make their free throws, and they can get hot from three. That's like that's how upsets happen. It's like they they make the easy ones, they make the ones that are worth one hundred and fifty percent, and then they don't give you extra possessions. Like it's so hard, you know. It's so hard against a team like that. They have all these. You know, and honestly, they they ended up with some weird results, but they play. It's funny; these teams have played before. They played yep. early in the season, like uh, I believe it was at Arkansas, but like, it was like a ten point game. I mean, this is a team that's lost to some bad teams throughout the season, just because it's still a mid major that had some growing pains, apparently. But they haven't lost again. This is a team that has not lost since February. They ripped through the tournament. They've beaten a couple you know, pretty damn good teams. And I don't know what to make of this. Like they're probably live just because, you know, it doesn't matter what that seed says anymore. Like they believe they're live. And again, they, they still have those traits. Like they still are 
a good free throw shooting team, a good three point shooting team, and they don't turn the ball over. So it's kind of a weird matchup. I'll probably I've just been taking the points with them every time. They like, had a again, twelve. Not, they had a twelve point lead against Arkansas during that game. Yeah. Nine, you know nine felt, nine felt like too much, and then all of a sudden they're down by twelve, and I'm like, shit. I think uh, we might have hit uh, hit midnight on this one too. But I mean, Arkansas is a really good team. They're a top twenty team. Um, maybe a little susceptible on the offensive boards, but it's not like Oral Roberts is like hey, some huge team. They're not great with that either. So I think probably this might be the end of the run, but I'll probably end up taking the points here because. Again, they're a team that can claw their way, stay back in it. And, yeah, I mean, go back to they played Oklahoma State early in the season. And that was uh, – I'm going to have to go. I'm pulling up that box score now. This, you know, Abbas guy, he put up 33 on him. He outscored Cade Cunningham. Like, that was a cl- that was a close game. It was, yeah, Oklahoma State by five. They've hung with good teams in the past. It's not like this is something new for them. They played some tough non-conference <laughs> opponents, so. Probably live again for uh, at least a cover. It would be wild if they kept running. Yeah, they probably don't have the goods to get by Baylor, but who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they, they're probably underseated a touch, so it makes it more exciting that they're a fifteen. But like mm. their ceiling was maybe a you know fourteen. I don't think I could put, give them a thirteen. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, how about in the uh, in the Midwest at this point? We talked about Loyola. You, I guess is it is it silly to discount the fact that Houston people have kind of gotten out of their way? I mean, the metrics like the the T bomb, for instance, um, absolutely loves Houston. Like his, his yeah, he is yeah. Torvik has had Houston as the clear number clear number two team for a while now, even over Baylor. Um, I guess. Have you seen anything out of them? I mean, you know, I, I you know, I love it when you can come back and get a hard fought, gutsy win like that. Like that's cool. You get a little bit of little, get a little scare, uh, and then come back. You know, like that's that's fun. Uh, Rutgers obviously not especially scary, but whatever. Um, and now everyone's kind of gotten out of their way. They get Syracuse. They got a week to prepare for the the zone. <laughs> Hopefully that won't catch. Yeah, that them is by a big surprise. yeah. That's a big difference between these other teams. Like the big difference between the, the round of 32 game and the sweet 16, you actually have time to prepare, especially when it's an uncommon opponent like Syracuse or somebody who runs a, you know, a different kind of defense, a funny offense or has, you know, a player you really need to focus on stopping. So probably advantage them there. Yeah. I have them super high in my ratings. Torvik has them high. Ken Palm has them high. Like they're, they're proving they're a very good team. They had a bad game. Like they had a really bad game and truthfully they should have lost. Like Rutgers kind of gave it to them. Rutgers yeah. played really well versus Clemson. Like Rutgers Rutgers had a good tournament. They had a good tournament for like 78 minutes. <laughs> you know, they, they looked real good versus Clemson. They looked really good versus a team what Houston was probably favored by. I'm trying to think what that line was. I mean, it was decent. Uh, it was. I'm gonna have to double check on that. I wanted, yeah, I want to say it was eight, eight or either, either way. Um, yeah, obviously, Rutgers did cover it was 7.5, so 7.5 for Houston. I mean, they were up by like a dozen, so they they played really well until you know that the missed dunk and then shit went to hell in a hurry. I think yeah. Houston closed on like a 15 to 2 run or 14 to 2. It was it was pretty rough for them. Mm. Tough to watch, but uh really lovely if you do have Houston futures, Houston your bracket, if you live bet Houston at two to one. So some nice things happen there. Yeah. But and maybe it's a good it's one of those like 
narrative street bullshits that you you end up on where it's like, oh man, it would have been good if Gonzaga lost a game. Like, you know, we end up like, we don't know. Is that really a thing? This is kind of one of those two, like, oh, it's really good. They got a scare in them. Like they had a tough game. Like maybe that's a thing, but it certainly can't hurt. Hmm, so okay. I think well, Houston uh, does play better with, with some time to prepare and they end up meeting Loyola in the conference or in the regional final. That'll be a hell of a game. Okay. Well, the, uh, the first TV timeout woke Michigan the F up, come out and bang, bang a couple threes. Now they're up by, by two. Um, yep. so crisis averted there maybe uh very low scoring first half between florida state and, and colorado i saw that 44 points yuck um but a grind of a game the um uh any interest in a second half over between those two teams because i mean colorado's offense made it look easy in round one against georgetown like they were getting whatever they wanted whenever they wanted it uh i feel like they're a lot better than a team that scores 20 points and a half here Thoughts? Look, I'm looking at them right now. They are the tenth best offense in the country, according to Ken Palm. <laughs> they hit the three points. They're a top twenty-three point shooting team. They're a top two free throw rate. Yeah, they probably should have more points than that. Okay, I don't know, that Florida sounds... State's defense that good? I don't. I didn't really bet a lot of ACC. Florida uh, State's no. a good. It's no. a good defense. I mean, they held Green thirty-first in the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is uh, I think this is ripe for a little bit of a, a correction here. I don't know if Colorado comes back and wins the game, um, but I certainly think seventy three for a second half total is a couple points too low. Um, minus one hundred three. All right, yeah. Live betting on the show. I like it. Whew, man, football's it's back. It's like football's back. Yeah, here we are doing our halftime. Our 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 sec- the uh, the halftime pod in in uh, in surprise format. Okay. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. I'll make a banner. I'm watching the CBI anyway. I think second half plays there. Think, we should. I think. Up I think it's starting. I don't think we're at halftime yet. Um, I Bellarmine's looking good. I did bet some Bellarmine, so they're minus one. I put a little bit on that. I just that was a tickle late, so kind of a. I mentioned it live, so it counts, but uh, didn't even enter that. So they'll probably win by 100 since it's like a non-official play. That's kind of how that man. goes. It's LSU Coastal Michigan. ripped. Back and forth, man. Back and forth. LSU now uh, with the little mini run here. Um, man. Woo. Uh, oh, man. We got a bad number. Over 73 is now plus 104. So somebody out there has a hot, hot lead on a second half under for Colorado versus Florida State. Well, jokes on them once we get overtime. Entirely possible. Um, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, like apparently, uh, apparently, LSU Michigan is a game of runs. It is a game of runs. It is a game of runs. Although I'm still ahead on my live number here. Um, yeah, it's still one sixty. Not by much. Not by no. much. Uh, although the live the live side right now is a pick'em. Yeah, no, my good number I got earlier is the same so <laughs> that's oh it's one of those things too like i thought about betting i thought about betting in zag i'm like man i think they win this by like 20 and i yeah. just said nah i'm not gonna do that and i got 11 and a half instead it's, it's not like it was gonna be a big play so i was happy to take a live number sometimes i think live betting in the tournament is better than pre pre-game in a lot of these oh yeah Get it kind of sure. because you end up with so many goofy matchups where it's well it's like 
San Diego State, we love that team. But like I said, you watch five minutes of that, like they're fucking lost. They're, they're not going to score. This is awful. Like they're going to lose, but they lost by like 20, didn't they? It was horrendous. Yes. Yeah. Might have been the biggest loss of the tournament so far. Who's had the biggest loss so far? I believe it was uh, Baylor on uh, Friday. They won by like 34. Um, no. So Houston beat Cleveland State by 31. Okay. And then Baylor won by 24. Um, I don't um, – oh, here it is. Illinois won by 29. Okay. So, so far it's still Houston. Cleveland Cleveland State, I'm, I might go find that. I think I said that in the pod. Um, I'm not sure what the Gonzaga final was for their first game. Looks like they won by 44, 43. Ooh. There it is. Norfolk, there it is. Thanks. Yeah, Jonathan hit me there. <laughs> yep, Norfolk lost by 40-something. So that is your winner in the clubhouse so far. Well, you get to see um, it might be, you know, probably Kansas tonight. USC puts it on them. <laughs> that would be something. I like that. Right, okay. All right, you want to talk a little, uh, little uh, NBA? Yeah, I brought this up this morning. I was going to get your take on it too. I talked to Mr. Noops. Sure. Um, How's he doing? Super good. Good. I think. I mean, he seemed already. He's living in Philly. That can't be fun. But um, otherwise, he's having fun. It's been a good season. Tennis is Philly, good. Philly, Philly's still the top seed in the East, hanging on by the hair and their chin chins, even without JoJo Embiid. That's fair. Yeah, hanging I just on. meant like I just meant like in in real life having to live there. Oh, I see. Woof. Um, what was he going to say? Oh, the the injuries. So I brought that up with him this yeah. morning. The all of the awards markets got dumped on their heads. Yeah. This, this um, past weekend. As, as Peter Overzet would say, the whole slate has been flipped on its head. <laughs> the whole slate. It's been flipped. But yeah, the, I mean, you have like the two favorites go out, uh, LeBron for an extended period, and it looks like Ball might be out for the year. For the year, I mean, yeah. Probably. It's it's a broken wrist. Like, you're not going to play through that. No. Um, so, no. Um, he made a case. I got some good numbers. I'll tell you that much too. Like if you don't watch, uh, if you don't watch uh, brown bag bets and live bet with me, like when he's talking, sometimes I'm just making bets. But sure. Yeah. Somebody, somebody had. I gotta find this. I don't even know if they're up anymore. Somebody had uh, quickly at twenty five to one, and Halliburton at six. Those numbers are not available anymore. Like, yeah, Halliburton he, at six was a good look. Yeah, quick, I don't know exactly. Down. So when um yeah, so they reopened it and Ball is still kind of near the top, which is crazy because he played forty something games. He's not. I don't think you can realistically give him Rookie of the Year with that small of a resume. Um and yeah, you're gonna have like two months of basketball being played, and I'll, everybody's gonna see all the other rookies who have kind of developed into real players and have me- real meaningful roles and see them put up statistics, and they're gonna forget about Ball. It's just the way the voters work, um, and they'll penalize him for only playing a third or two thirds of the season. So um, I think it's realistic to look around, shop around, and the fact that Anthony Edwards was the leader in the clubhouse is amazing. Like that's where he's great. He's so good. He's had some really flashy plays, but he plays for such a shitty team. Not just for such hard. a shitty team, but his actual advanced like, numbers his stats are aren't pretty good. bad. 
Like he's, no, he, he's like, he's like he an NBA top shot star, not an NBA star. Yeah, sure. 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 He That's fair. Flat, flashy plays big dunks, but yeah, he, he shouldn't be, he should be the favorite because he's a very good player, but he should not be that big of a favorite. Sure. Like there, there should be a little more room in between. It should be a little closer to uh, probably Halliburton. I think that I dug more into this after we talked and I'm pretty happy having Halliburton six to one. So I have another guy who's hurt. And, um, I bet at the beginning of the year, I'm trying to think of, I got somebody like uh, Cole Anthony at 60 to one. Nice. That ain't ha- that ain't happening. No, no, <laughs> he's, no. Uh, no, no, no. He's not getting so many minutes since he's very, very hurt. But uh, yeah, I, I took him and a little bit of quickly at 25 to one. I don't know. That's think good. Yeah, I think Halliburton probably so. gets it. Honestly, Halliburton ought to. He's been, you know, of mine, of mine. You know, ap- I had him and Ball pretty close, actually. People all were very impressed by Ball's play, impressed by the fact that the Hornets are in the mix for the playoffs currently in for the now the playoffs um so he was uh, yeah he was rightfully the favorite in that market but uh i i wouldn't be i think Halberton um you know it deserves more credit for how he's played this year and i mean really his contributions and roles have helped some of the other young players on that uh sacramento's K- kings team get better i mean the kings have had a bad season they're 17 and 25 they're out of the playoff mix uh they look to have probably busted on their you know, Marvin Bagley pick was is not painting out well. No. Um, but Rashawn Holmes is emerging as the kind of the player that they were hoping for with Bagley. Uh, and I think you can build around Fox Holmes and Halliburton uh, going forward. Like that's a nice little nucleus there. And I hopefully they trade healed at the deadline, get whatever they can get for him because I don't like him as a long term NBA player or really a fit with that roster. Um, but there's a little bit of reason to be hopeful if you're the Kings. Um, as we look up and down the rest of this, uh, and, and actually, that's such rookie wanted, of the year market. I, to I like Halliburton. Step back if you got Halliburton at six to one rookie of the year, you made a fucking good bet. I don't, I don't care how it all plays out. It may end up going to Edwards after it's all said and done because he might put up a couple more highlight worthy dunks or whatever. But, um, but I think you made a good bet. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. It, it was down to plus two fifty like two hours later. Yeah, good job. Good job by so, you. So, um, real, real quick, um, I was looking for some current prices. I think they're sure. down right now. MVP and I. Yeah, well, no, I was looking for anything current prices for NBA props or NBA award props, and I went to uh, Bavada, found some. I just said like basketball futures, and it brought up uh, regional winner prices. Do you want to guess the Houston Loyola prices? Uh, Houston is minus minus one eighty, and Loyola is plus uh, plus two hundred. They're making plus one ten, plus one eighty. Oh, interesting. I'm very. I was surprised Houston wasn't chalkier. Q's huh. five to one, and then Oregon State seven to one. That's hmm. qu- wild. How close? I mean, they're all pretty close, all things considered. And then yeah, and Baylor. Baylor is minus one forty to win their region with Arkansas. Yeah. What's Gonzaga now? Again. Is that um, they, even up? They, have, they have those two down right now. Yeah, they only have there's Midwest games in action. Because, because okay. Yep. So those are okay. down right now. But I did. Rumble upon the, I did stumble upon those, but I will look for MVP. Um, it was weird how they had it. Like, uh, who is it? Uh, got a hard C at the end of his name. I can't think of his name. Nikola Jokic. Jokic was between plus 105 and like minus 110 everywhere when I looked this morning. So I'm guessing maybe MVP markets are down for the same reason right now because there is NBA going on right now. But, um, it was him. They still had LeBron pretty high. They actually still had uh, 
your your kid from Philly pretty high. And then it was what well, we landed on this morning. And it was cool because like I came I said, hey, I kind of like this. And you know, Noops being a guy who actually watches the NBA agreed. So I felt semi-smart. And it was uh Dame. Dame time Dame at, Lillard, yeah. at, at 14 to 1. That's so a great number. Oh, 14 Dame. to 1? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great number. There was places that had 10 this morning, but he had, there was a 14 this morning. And wow, I said, nice. I'll, I'll take a little of that because he is the kind of guy who can just go on a tear of games where it's not just like flashy dunks, but like fucker put up 50. Uh, not only could, but has done it already this year. Like he's rescued yeah. this Portland Trailblazers team more times than I can count off the top of my head already this year. Like he deserves more consideration than he's getting. Um, and I bet Jokic at six to one just because his advanced numbers were eye poppingly good in a time where I was like, I don't think we're going to see much more. Hey, I'm, I, I, this was before Embiid got hurt, obviously. And it was like, uh, you a know, lot of goofiness there. Yeah. And well, uh, I, do, I do have it up here. Uh, so Jokic minus 110. So good bet there. I don't mind. I don't mind fading. I don't mind attacking that price at this point. Like go against. Yeah. That no, you can sure. go, yeah, the, go against you can go the other way now. But yeah. your next two are LeBron and, and Embiid. I don't think Which, you can do LeBron. LeBron's not going to play for like two months. No. <laughs> He'll be back the, around one of the playoffs probably. Yeah, if you're the Lakers, why why waste him on that? Why? Embiid, I don't think you do. Giannis, you got the fatigue. No, Harden yeah. is your next guy, and he no, is. No, you, like, he's not. Nobody he's likes not, him. No one's going to vote for him. He spent the first uh, what, tenth of the season in you know legitimately dragging Houston down. Until they traded him, and now Houston has completely been contributory to the tire fire that is Houston. Uh, there's no way he gets votes. Uh, I don't care how good his statistical profiles. And by the way, Kevin Durant's eventually going to come back, and he's going to be the alpha again. And we're going to, and nobody's going to give the second banana in Brooklyn the MVP. That's just not how that no. works. So, um, so then your your next three are Dame, Luca, Steph at twenty, and then it gets deep. Like forget about Steph. Forget yeah. about Steph. Kawhi's not winning it. Steph's not winning it. Donovan Kawhi's not winning Mitchell's it. not winning it. Don, and I, I don't think anyone else it. further down the like Durant eighty to one. He would have to have a hellacious tear, which he could. But there's no. a lot of mouths to feed there. It. I don't see that it. happening. No, it is a it is it is a three man race at this point, in my opinion. Jokic, Lillard, Donic, Chick, Chick. Those are the ones. Jokic, yep. Doncic. And Dame and Dame time. I, I like Dame your time. bet on Dame. If you got Dame at fourteen, what, what did you say the best number around for Jokic uh, for uh, for Doncic's? Doncic, I just found a fifteen. People are dying to give him an award. <laughs> I know, and I, I the want this arc so bad. Uh, I have if, some liability at six from beginning of the season. The problem so is they need. I'm more not wins. excited. To, they need yeah. to keep. They need to keep winning. But the thing is, right now they are winning, and they're doing it in a way that. Let's talk about Dallas for a second. Dallas was an interesting handicap on the way into the all-star break because it was pretty clear that they could beat certain teams and that they were going to lose to certain teams. And it was like, okay, this is the pattern, right? Like it was, it was clear as day. They come out of all-star break. They have been playing defense or really even the ga first game before the all-star break. They have been playing defense at a completely different percentile than they had for the entire first third and change of the season. And in fact, if the, if the team defense is as good as it's been and continues for Dallas, they're going to storm their way into a pretty decent seed in the playoffs. And if they kind of come up into this four or five seed range, people are going to give Doncic legitimate 
consideration as the MVP. Now, if they're if they get kind of get stagnant towards the end and they're in like the seven or eight range, then he's not going to get realistic consideration. Like the 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 voters look at wins first and foremost, mostly. Um, but I I've been impressed by by the uh, the Dallas defense of late, and if it continues, that's a bet on team and Doncic's. Uh, absolutely in the mix, I have to say. And I thought they were probably close to blowing this thing up. And, you know, I'm looking at their schedule now and like it, it hasn't been amazing. Uh, they are since the all-star break, they were alternating wins and losses. So they are four and three. Um, but here are some of these wins um, handled the Spurs comfortably, beat the brakes off the Nuggets, embarrassed the Clippers on the second of two games against the Clippers, embarrassed the Trailblazers on the second of two games against the Trailblazers. So there is something good brewing there. I just am not sure. And and their schedule is about to get super easy. Minnesota, Pacers, Pels, Thunder, Celtics, Knicks, Thunder. Wizards. Like they could legitimately rip off seven wins in a row. I can entirely see it. I can entirely see them winning their next seven. And at that point, Doncic is going to go from 15 to 1 to win the MVP to 2 to 1. It'll be 2 to 1 for him, 2 to 1 for Jokic. And whichever team finishes higher is your probably going to be your guy. Unless, uh, you know, unless Dame it's Lillard, Dame time. Dame Lillard could, could pick up steam too. I mean, this, uh, they're, they got CJ McCollum back finally. They're going to get uh, Yusuf Nurkic, another hard C. We're all about the hard Cs tonight, man. They're yeah, get I have trouble with, trouble with these Balkan names too. And I bet a lot of tennis. So that's, I feel bad <laughs> that I can't pronounce some of these. Chilich, Is Tibbsland coach of the year? No. It is going Nobody to likes Quinn Snyder of the yeah. Utah Jazz. Yeah, it's probably chalk. Yeah. That's what they did, especially the first part of the season. I wanted to answer Scott's question. What would have been the odds no Big Ten team makes it past round 32? Let's not count our chickens before they hatch because uh, we still have one game underway. Michi- but yeah, the, Michigan's winning. The odds would have been um, Low. Mm, 12 to 1 probably that all of them would go out. Maybe more, actually. More because there, there was – Two one seeds and two two 30 seeds. 30 or 40 to 1, actually. 40 probably. to 1, man. Yeah, that it would have been a big odds. old number. Because then old you're number. depending on you're depending on like 15s and 10s and 7s. Yeah. They were losing when I was asked. This is a, a micro they, they were losing when I asked. <laughs> yeah. Microcosm of this game. Like it, it's, it's like gone. The, it's been it's the stupid joke about weather. Like you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. Yeah, this game, every time I look up a different team leads. So yeah, my uh, my my under is not looking so hot anymore. Also, which is a bummer. Uh, it's going to come down to made for made free throws late in this game, which sucks. The the weirdest thing about like college basketball totals, and I get into a bunch of these, is like there's that sweet spot, especially if you don't care who wins. Like you have, oh, they're losing by like six to nine or six to ten. They're gonna fall to beat the band. Like Iowa played or Iowa State, Oklahoma State, or Oklahoma a couple weeks ago in the conference tournament. Like there was like 30 points in the last three minutes. Like they just kept fouling. Like you get that shit. But if a team is like within two or three, they won't you feel yeah. a little bit. They play a little bit. They, 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 they won't they play the, they let it the, play yeah. out. But then but then it's like, oh man, I want them down by one because I don't want then you end up with overtime. So like you're just never comfortable betting an under with these kids. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um okay, a couple other thoughts on on the state of NBA. 
Um, do you have? I mean, do, do they have real a, quick too? Like Quinn Snyder's probably a lock. Defensive Player of the Year probably a lock. Six probably man. Gobert, even though I don't have him as the most valuable defensive player. That's no, okay, but it, he's probably getting it. Uh, sixth man. What's his face? Jordan Clarkson, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, that that's no like doubt. a lock. So no th- th- it's weird. It's like the opposite of the NFL, where it's like these awards are sometimes decided halfway through the year. A couple, yeah, but I would have thought LeBron had it locked up last week. Yeah, and you never know with injuries. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Lakers in the absence of LeBron. I don't have a problem admitting or like even theorizing that this is ultimately a good thing. Obviously, I don't want for the quality of enjoyment of the NBA for there to be no LeBron James. The games he plays in are more exciting, more interesting, and I wish him nothing but health and prosperity and another title run. Um, This is probably good, though, to get a little bit of rest and recoup here at this point in the season instead of continuing to grind and drag this Lakers team in the absence of Anthony Davis into the postseason. I would feel not great about him being able to find his next gear come the postseason, which is what they're going to need if they're going to make a run. Uh, the Western Conference is getting real murky all of a sudden. Um, yeah. I don't, you know, I've always kind of been ready to sell the Jazz, uh, sell the top on them, and that's pretty fair. Um, the, uh, sorry, I got out of text. Um, the, uh, the Clippers also have been underwhelming all season long. Um, in fact, you look at the standings now, and the number two seed would be the Phoenix Suns if the playoffs started today. I know we, we talked. Did was it us that talked about the? We've had such an easy schedule too. The well, Suns. We, these Suns are not to be trusted in the playoffs, in my opinion. No, we, we talked about like the Jazz's run when they were on that crazy run and the ATS run, and we said like, you know, if you get the one seed, you don't play both LA teams probably. <laughs> and now it's like, now it's like, man, an LA team could be like the four or five, and like, yeah, the West is the West is a big mess right now. I the don't LA think... teams could end up four and five. Which again, then you only play one. <laughs> and you only got to play one yes. <laughs> because they're gonna one of them. They'll beat each other. But the the two three all of a sudden looks a hell of a lot better if you don't have to play either LA team until you get to the to the conference finals. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. No. The uh, the Suns not to be trusted in my opinion. The Jazz you can trust them in the playoffs for a couple rounds if you feel like it, but they're not winning the title. I don't think. Um. Denver is interesting to me just because of the top tier talent that they have when everybody's clicking and the fact that you saw Jamal Murray go nuclear in the playoffs last year and you know he can find that gear again and this will be their third run through the playoffs. People forgot they were the two seed two years ago and uh, put together a little little mini run that took them into the second round of the playoffs, beating the Spurs in seven and then losing to the Blazers in seven uh, before going to the Western Conference Finals last year. So that's a team that has a little bit of a pedigree, is putting together a little bit of an arc. I think you can believe in them to do something in the playoffs. I don't know what to expect about the Clippers. Playoff Paul George, obviously still a huge question mark. If he shows up, up, who knows? Um, Kawhi obviously is amazing, but there's not a lot of help on that team outside of Paul and yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think the Blazers are good enough, deep enough to have you know to, for Dame to carry them multiple rounds in the playoffs. But they can win a playoff series. Obviously, we've seen it in the past. Um, and then Dallas, similar boat. Like if Doncic is going to go nuclear, nuclear between now and the end of the season, he can carry that into the playoffs and win a playoff series against a team that, uh, uh, you know, that that's equal strength. Um, but it's all going to be matchup dependent. 
there's no doubt about that. And so there's really no projecting the Western Conference right now. I think uh, I'm still minor bullish on the Lakers to win the West. <clears throat> Would like to see Anthony Davis play again at some point. <laughs> Anytime now. Um, would like to see what the team looks like with Anthony Davis and no LeBron James for a couple of weeks too. That would be interesting. <clears throat> I think we'd learn a lot about them. But uh, yeah, I yeah. have uh, I have a bunch of small liabilities on them. Do you remember Black Friday? Yes. Like I'm still such a sucker for those things, like the <clears throat> the the boosted odds because like boosted odds day to day, a lot of those suck. Like somebody was excited about a parlay, like it was two teams to cover. And they give you plus 265. Parlay math is like plus 259. Like you're getting like five, six cents. Like it wasn't exciting. But they had a bunch of decent ones. And I bet a bunch of like, you know, $50 at a time at three or four different places. And then it'd pop up later. So I end up with like a lot of weird small bets on the Lakers to win it all. So I guess I'm also excited to see Anthony Davis come back because my, that number I got is now bad, just like most of the ones I bet in those stupid things. Yeah. So okay. I need the Lakers and Dodgers to repeat. So let's move to the East real quick. Uh, it's, the Heat's, fools. it's the Heat's conference. Well, you would think. But the Nets might be like out of this good. world good yeah. come playoffs. And what they've done to this point in the season and how easy they've made things, even in the absence of one or both or two, one of one or two or uh, of their big three is kind of crazy because they don't have a lot of talent. They don't have a lot of depth outside of their top guys, but it hasn't mattered. Uh, we don't really know what to make of Steve Nash still like there's a there's enough reasons to question what the Nets are in the East that I haven't really gotten involved with them from a future standpoint. I've only my only futures still are on. Uh, I got some just some basement bottom clearinghouse prices on the heat, uh, which I'm excited about because I like the yes. Um, the um, but ultimately the East goes through Brooklyn and I don't see who's stopping them from getting the one seed realistically. I mean, they put it together a nice little run of wins here right now. They're the, currently in second in the standings over Bucks below Philly, but Philly without Joel Embiid is eventually going to run into problems. Ben Simmons can't do it all. Uh, they're barely beating the Knicks with help from the refs for crying out loud. Um, so it's going to get hard for Philly at some point, uh, whereas Brooklyn is going to continue to get better and better. Um, and it's yeah. almost one of those don't overthink it. Like, yeah, on any given kinda. night, legitimately, like Durant, LeBron is the best player in the league over the last five years. Yes, LeBron, Steph. Uh, I'll go 10 years. Let's go 10. 10, yeah, probably 10. I just want, but I'm, I want to go five. I want to go five. Sure, sure. We, we had a really weird injury for the snake, but when he is like fully healthy on a good team with you know, good surrounding players, he's better. Like he's the best, like I, he, he's, he'll never be LeBron James. LeBron James can do anything. He's a freak athlete. Who's also super good at basketball and can play defense when he wants to. Like he's, he's a God out there at times, but Durant is right there when he's, when he's at his peak, like, and then you put James Harden and Kyrie and everything else. And Blake Griffin dunks again. Like, Oh, there's, I know I'm not that. That was just I had to say that. But like, legitimately, you have a a top, you know, he's like one A when he's on. 
he's right there. Like he looked so good with the, you know, it, it's, it's easy to look good on the super team with the, you know, the warriors the other year, but he's on a super team again. Like he has that surroundings and yeah, they might just run through the East. It might just be ugly. Like, it, it could be one of those where, Oh man, they, they went four Oh four Oh four one or, you know, three Oh, is it still best of five in the first round or no, all best seven? No. That's not a thing, right? Am I thinking? No, it's, it's I get all time. mixed up with all the Corona rules. I'm gonna guess the last time it was best of three in round one was probably 2014. Okay, <laughs> been paying attention. So, oh, okay, four oh four oh four one. Then they're in the finals facing, you know, our sons. Yeah, well, not I don't epic. think that's happening. Um, last time it was best of three in round one of the playoffs. Whoa, it was a long time ago, my friend. It was a long time ago. I don't even oh know. I'm not, I'm still not back there. I'm just going year by year, and I'm still not God. back there, and I'm still not back there, and I'm still <laughs> not I, back there. I was thinking Corona <laughs> rules or something. I don't know, man. Well, we had a weird uh play in. Is that what you were thinking? No, best no, of one. I was, le- I was legitimately thinking. I'm like, didn't they used to do best of five in the first round? Like, it just clicked in my head. <clears throat> well, last time I'm that, talking like we, 2003. The last time we had best of three, uh, best of five, uh, was um, 2002. So, I was time. in high school. Been a long time. Um, okay, the uh, a couple other thoughts uh, about this. Yeah, you know, I guess the Eastern Conference. Uh, I would, I do still like. Um, Miami to come to continue to rise into the top four here. And I am out on the Bucks because Mike Budenholzer is is not my guy. Uh, they've done some nice, they've done a fine job of getting, you know, getting Drew Hill was a nice, you know, get, excuse me, getting uh, Drew um, Holiday was a nice pull, but uh, ultimately they need more depth. They need more talent there. It's a lean team outside of Hill and and uh, Middleton's taken a pretty meaningful step backwards this year. I thought I saw some flashes of him kind of coming into his own at times, but it's just not there. Um, I don't think I don't think the Bucks have the goods. Giannis is not is Giannis can be contained. The Bucks defense is a problem around the perimeter, and there are a lot of teams that are going to be able to beat these guys. They don't match up well against Kevin Durant and the Nets. They don't match up well against the Heat. We know this. Um, they're going to struggle in round two of the playoffs again, uh, which leaves, uh, and you know, Philly not buying it with, uh, Joel Embiid in the playoffs yet. Uh, they still have yet to put anything meaningful together. I guess they were a, a shot away from getting to the Eastern conference finals of the year. They played Kevin Durant and the Toronto Raptors. I'm sorry. Yeah. The year they played Kawhi and Toronto Raptors, but, um, this still is a team that I have huge questions about. Um, I'm looking squarely at, uh, you know, at the uh, um, at the Nets and the Heat here, and that'll be a tough ha- series to handicap. Be it the Eastern Conference Finals or even Round Two of the playoffs. Everyone else, I think you can forget about. The Hawks are a joke. The Hornets are a joke. The Knicks are a joke. The Celtics are a joke. Uh, I really did not expect to mention the Celtics in the same conversation as a lot of these other teams, which are absolutely not in the running, but. They're not in the running. I don't know what's going on there. They have so many problems. It's not. Brad's heart, a, it's not. Brad's a heart's pleasure. in Indiana. It's not fun to watch these games. They've had stretches of their, of their season where they've played some soft teams. They've had some 
advantage spots. They haven't taken advantage of them. Uh, I really do not know what to make of these guys. Something is broken. Kemba Walker is nowhere near the player he has been in years past. It doesn't mean he can't get back to that level, but he is not close. They've had Jalen Brown take a huge step forward this year, and it hasn't mattered. They're 21-21 and with just numerous gross losses, including a three-game stretch where they where they had losses at the Cleveland Cavaliers and home versus the Sacramento Kings back-to-back. Off a game where they just were not especially competitive against the Jazz. It's tough, man. It's tough, tough go for uh, for Boston. Um, and and you know, they get uh, they get the Memphis Grizzlies on deck, followed by back to back games against the Bucks coming up. They do not match up well against the Bucks at all. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough go here for the Celtics, and uh, you know, it's tough to say because I like a lot of those players and I wanted them to do something. But not going to happen. So, Nets Lakers finals. Don't overthink it. I'd watch that. Not about right. Best of seven. Sure. Best of seven. Um, oh God, that would be great. Anthony Davis and LeBron against Harden, Durant, and Kyrie. LeBron against Durant again. <clears throat> LeBron, LeBron against Durant is just fun. LeBron against Kyrie uh, oh, is fun. That's yeah. always good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, if you Ky- brought it up because Ky- Kyrie's yeah. off again, isn't he? He has like another personal issue. Yeah, he's he's gonna be away from the team. He's he's another mini sabbatical for Mister Irving. Um, just, he's the guy that like pushes the the vacation time to the limit at work. Like, yeah, I'm gonna use like my sick days for this, or this is uh, you know, I got a thing. Can yeah. I get FMLA for this? <laughs> um. But yeah, no, you're right. Like three years ago, I guess the first year that the Warriors beat the Cavs heads up for nothing, the year that J.R. Smith uh, uh, blew it in that game, in game one. Um, that was the year people started talking like Durant had taken the torch, passed, passed the torch from LeBron to Durant, best player in the league. And it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the injury really kind of dampered that. Do you want to do, because we're on, do you want to do your favorite LeBron meme or your favorite LeBron gif? You call them gifs. Uh, no, I, I've heard people who are like deeply embedded in the NFT community are all saying gif. It's gif apparently. I, I say gif. And like, it's like when people get like upset about like iPhones versus Androids. Like somebody made me, and I'm just like, I have an Android. I don't know. I think they're both really good phones. I'm not like a Ford versus Chevy guy. I don't give a shit. So sure. I don't care how you, how you say it, but I've always just said Jeff. Yeah, I know you say GIF. We're fine with that. Whatever. It's GIF now. I apparently it's GIF. But yeah, it's, this it's is one. Jeff, but, this all right, one. you do that one. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do my favorite one. That's a good one. Yeah, that, that's. I like for the sure one where he's looking one. up, looking up the timeline. Like what? What? <laughs> what? What's this awful tweet above me? People, um, people that are listening to this in podcast form are they're they're not, not gonna get. get the, yeah, you do need to go it. to YouTube and watch because I, I really kind of nailed the GIF. I think pretty good too. I think. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. That was fun. Kind of re, re uh, resetting the state of basketball. Just resetting um, some basketball. Best of luck for the remainder of this tournament. I'm going to come. It's going to come down to the wire here for me on my under. I got an 11 point cushion with two minutes to go. You think I'm screwed? 
Um, I had a flurry of scoring at the end of the first half in Bellarmine, so at least uh, my over there is looking good. I think it's going to be tight. I think we might be screwed, blued, and tattooed down in Florida State, though. Yeah. Uh, the They're not seeing, scoring. Seeing the first four minutes go by and Colorado had, I think, one point was, was a bad sign. We're Technically, we're only about five. Uh, it's about three points behind the live total. So we're not in terrible shape. We're going to need some three-pointers to fall. <laughs> and I, I do hope I am. I'm from the Big Ten territory. I hope Michigan wins, not only because of live betting, but I think you're in pretty I good am. shape here, buddy. You got a nine little nine point cushion. There we go. Let's go. Yeah, I, I worry a little bit about your total because of the fouling. So yeah, I think yeah. Bama Bama up by five here. Looks not like another good. Big Ten team might end up falling. Bama seven and a half live, and uh, Florida State probably looking to move on here if they can. Keep Colorado from getting to fifty points. So, so tell me, how does the East resolve if it's if it's a uh, one? Who's going to be left? It'll it'll be uh, um, one, four, eleven, and two. Let's say it's Michigan, Florida State, UCLA, Alabama. Who comes out of that mess? I think Bama, Florida State for the title. Ooh, okay, and that'll be good. I'd okay. again, I'd per, I'd prefer Bama because of the draws that I have. Sure. Okay. Cool. Roll cool. tide. Cool. Uh, minute 30 left, and my buffer is down to seven points. Not good. <laughs> Going to need some misses. Need some and, free throws clanking. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, All right. Oh, yes. Hey, guys. Missed, little, little missed, missed three. That's good. Um, okay. All right. Let's hit the music. Talk to you on, uh, on Wed Ned's Day. Talking baseball. We're talking baseball. Da, 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 da. I don't know the real words to that song. I know the one from The Simpsons at the end of the like Ozzy and the Straw. You know that song. Yeah. You got our guests lined up, by the way. If you don't oh, yeah. already, no, oh, please put it. Yeah, no, it's it's already lined them up last week. All right. Now, now Michigan. Now now Michigan is getting getting cold for fouls. This is not helping. I don't need LSU at the free throw line, too. Like, Ooh, Colorado, Florida State is popping up a little closer to, let's see, 